All right, everyone, my name is Mitch, and welcome to this week's episode of the Three Shades of Life podcast, along with my fellow Two Shades, Theo, a.k.a. Theonitis, and Greg, a.k.a. Batman. Uh, first off, we want to thank everyone for checking out the first episode of the podcast. We appreciate everyone taking the time out to listen. Um, we look forward to hopefully relating to our listeners more and more each week and continue to grow. Uh, Theo, what are we talking about today? All right. Based on the fact that our first uh, podcast was pretty general and broad, um, that we had a lot of questions on what our personal ideas were or thoughts were on specific topics. So through a week and a half of delegation and and conversation between us three, uh, we came up with today's topic focusing on on a legacy. Like, what exactly is a legacy, right? So there's two parts to this question. What's our personal definition of what a legacy is? And at this point in our lives, what do we want our legacy to be? And I'm going to throw it to you all to answer that question. I think for a legacy, um, it's how you're kind of remembered on how you have impacted other people. Uh, Like, your people who are closest to you or the field that you are interacting with the most. Um, I don't think I have a legacy defined as of just yet, um, knowing exactly what I want to do and how I want to be perceived as, but you know, as of right now, uh, hardworking um, and just down to earth with my closest friends, family, um, and just being um, someone who can help talk through things and um, just try to be, be a little bit more in depth in some areas I mean that I may not be familiar with. So question, since you're the only one out of us that has a kid and that's married, some of us are closer to that step than others. Um, is it more important? Like, how do you view? I know, I know what my dad, there was a fear growing up of him not being relevant in my life. And, and I didn't, and I didn't know that until like, until I was older, but I feel like that's, especially from a male, from a, a, a father to a son, you want to leave a legacy of, okay, my dad showed me the ropes and stuff like that. Yep. So is that something that was, that, that was, that's strong in what you want your legacy to be or your definition of a legacy, or is that something that is combined into you being looked at as a, a solid person? Uh, a bit of both, like, you know, Junior is, you know, about to be two years old. Um, I don't think I ever want him to be you know, exactly like me. I think you have that vision, like, as a, as a dad, like, in a sports concept as well. Like, oh, I want my son to do this, I want to do that. But then once you actually have a child, it kind of goes, like, whatever whatever they're happy with and whatever makes them, you know, they master that craft, they do really well. For me, it's I want to be someone where, uh, my son can talk to me, you know, we can have a good conversation in the future. We're very open. We don't judge. Uh, it's just a good lot of communication. And I think with me having like in-depth conversations, like we have this podcast now, um, having us three, we have great conversations with each other. They're pretty in depth. They're a range of different topics whenever we've talked uh, on the phone, even before the podcast. And I may not have a familiarity with the topic or what exactly you guys are going through, but we can always have a great conversation about it. Um, and I've never been a person to kind of like shut other people off. Like I've, I've never really judged and like not approach somebody. Um, so just having that concept for him, like he's, whenever you have a child, 
they start from scratch, right? They they kind of react and grow from what they see at parents and what they see in their surroundings. So if they see you waving everybody, saying hello, being polite, then they're going to do the exact same thing because they see no other way for it. And that's something that we take great pride in as parents because we can go out for a walk and every single person that we go by, he's going to wave at, he's going to smile at, and he's going to wave goodbye. Every single person. And he just smiles about it. And that's like the genuine thing you want to see. And you want to see him carry that into like his teens, his adulthood, and then being a parent and being a grandparent. Um, so that's having that little mindset of you want to have your legacy where people know that you can be someone you can reach out to and you're approachable, um, but you also gave hard work. And that's something I've been doing now. Uh, I'm in a new career. Don't really have too much of a great background on it. I've been in it for about a year, year and a half. And every day I'm doing more and more and more to try and uh, learn more, get more in depth. So that way I can further on my career. And that's just my mentality for that. Like I want to make sure whatever craft I'm doing, I'm trying to master it. And then once I actually have some idea what's going on, I want to improve and improve and improve. So let me, let me ask another follow-up question. Being that a lot of people, a lot of people that, that are, that are listening to this podcast, um, are in the working class and sometimes uh and everybody gets into this at some point you're just working because it's out of habit do you think that a, that a daily reminder of what you, uh, what you want to leave of the legacy you want to leave do you think that is something that that at the forefront will keep you more motivated throughout your day and if so how do you how do you keep that how do you keep that motivation going for somebody who's not, who's going after something but doing it more a more of a traditional way? So, I think for the the, the daily working person, right? One, if you're working and you you want everyone to find like whatever you're good at, whatever you enjoy doing, that's how you can get the most out of like a legacy. And then um, I think a legacy you also need goals to help get to that legacy. Right. Like you have your own things you want to accomplish. And in doing like the five, one, three, ten goals that you have, you'll get to a legacy at some point. That's how you leave a legacy. Right. It's what you've done, what you've accomplished um, and how you've impacted people. So uh, if you're in a career that uh, like if you're young, for example, and by young, I mean, you know, starting off a job at 16 all the way to like 30, still young, um, 35, you know, you may not have found your career that you think is going to be like, what you want to do exactly. Um so you may still you may have a legacy of what you want to try to what you want to accomplish, but you may have to do some things and sacrifice and work at a certain job, uh, maybe an internship, um, maybe a entry level job, something like that, to try to get your foot into the door so you can actually start a career that you actually want to be in, and then try to grow from there. And then having that goal and legacy standpoint, it's starting to refer back to every day, maybe not even every day. Like it's hard to think about what you're trying to do because you get lost in the day to day traffic of finances, the job, relationships, activities, uh, family, like everything comes into play. And it's harder to like refer back to something. Um, I can say for me, like I never did that daily. I probably did it weekly and then sometimes monthly. Um, but eventually you kind of go back to it and then you kind of reassess, uh, like reassess what you're doing and try to refocus. Um, so it's kind of hard to say that because everyone's different. Everyone has different, you know, what they want to do. I found a field that I really enjoy doing uh, in the uh, insurance adjusting industry because I get to go to different homes every single day, uh, inspect them, and they're never the same. It's, it could be a roof claim, it could be a wind claim, water claim, but they're never the same 
causes of damage, uh, what the damage actually is, what the estimate is, what the people are like when you introduce yourself. Um, so it's very different. And for me, it's something that it keeps things fresh every day. So it's a career that I enjoy doing. And that may not be for everybody. Yeah, I think that makes sense. <clears throat> like for me, when I think of legacy, like I think about it in two parts, right? So I think about it as there's a personal legacy and a professional legacy. But I always think the personal outweighs the professional because you're a person in your work environment, for example. So you have to bring whatever you want your personal legacy to be in your workplace or whenever you interact with any person. And for me, it's, it's when I was growing up, it was when I'm listening to a lot of these not say guru, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this, but when they speak on legacy, it's very broad, but they always talk about, you know, what what are you doing to change the world? Like what big idea are you trying to do right now to change the world? And that always left me confused in a sense. And I always felt like I was I never could figure out what I wanted my legacy to be. And Mitch, you're right, because legacy to me is, you know, what you want people to remember you by, you know, not it, not specifically with your accomplishments, I feel, but how you, how you treat others, how others respond to you, how they felt, you know, after an interaction with you. That to me was probably the, is probably the most important thing, because, I mean, for for me, I don't know. That's just like the biggest thing. There's a personal legacy. It's not necessarily have to be the biggest idea that changes the world or cures a disease, but you know how many people felt relieved or happy just having a ten second conversation with you, or are you the person that they come to whenever they need you know help listening to to their problems or even. I don't know just how generous you are. Like there's so many different ways you can define a legacy that I don't think it's one specific way, which is cool that us three and other people as well, they have that different perception on what a legacy can be. Like it's yeah. not one, one thing. You said something really deep, Doug. You said that, that when you listen to other people, like quote unquote successful people talking about legacy, the scale at which they talk about your legacy should be left, left you confused on what yours should be. That's yeah. deep. Yeah. Well, and that's what, that's what, that's, sorry to, to cut you off, Mitch. That's, I feel that's what a lot of kids, and not just kids, like a lot of, there's a big gap, like from 12 years old to like, let's say 40. Like people still are trying to figure out what they want their legacy to be. I mean, until the day you take your last breath, you're always going to try to figure out what your legacy is or what you want to what you want your legacy to be and to me it's never too certain cuz at a moment's notice it could change like it could change at any point like right now for example exactly like, yeah yeah you know we're 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 doing we're stuck at home but that's just one moment in time even though you had plans to do something but now something happened in the world that you have no control over and now you're stuck at home and whatever plans you were planning, it's over. That's how I think about it with legacy. 
I can have an idea of what I want my legacy to be at the end of my life. But during the course of that journey, and that's why journey is way more important than the actual destination, so many things can happen that will let you know whether or not that's exactly what you wanted as far as your legacy to be. That's deep. And jump on that real quick. Um, like how you're saying a uh, someone who's a successful like entrepreneur or a business owner or CEO, you know, their path is never going to be the same as yours. It just doesn't happen that way. Uh, everyone's life is different. Everyone has different opportunities and it's fate. You have no idea where you're going to get at the end of the day. Nothing is right. guaranteed. Nothing is like 100% predictable. And in saying that, right. in your legacy, it's built up of like what you've accomplished over time. So in accomplishing things, it's by milestones or goals that you've set for yourself or that you just reach. You may not even set a goal, but you reach something and go, wow, I did that. And that's something you would have never actually thought you could have done. And that's how you slowly creep up. I mean, you're thinking of people who, let's say you say a CEO, for example, you know, they're probably like a very successful CEO. They've been around for 15, 30 years. You're just starting, right? And, and not so much yeah. just starting like as, as an age, like in a career or what you want to start doing. So they've got a 15, 30 year head start on you. So, you know, they're preaching about what they've done, what they've accomplished, um, how they got there. But people... I think when they have that, that they when they hear that talk, they go from "Wow, I need to be there." That's what I want to try to do right now, but it's a process. Like it's a very patient, slow process, and that's what makes it fun at the end of the day. Like you look back and go, "Wow, I did that like a year and a half ago," and I would have never thought I would have done that five years ago. You know what I mean? Like so, it's a gradual process. But when you look back at it, like the last three, four years, you're gonna go, "Wow, like that's I've accomplished a lot in that time period." but you were slow and patient about each part and you actually got to enjoy the process. You weren't jumping ahead going, I want to be a, a multimillionaire owning a company and I want to be a founder of this and I want to have this huge impact. I want to have a, a great charity. I want to have a great podcast. Um, you know, it ranges from the smallest things to the biggest things. It takes time to build those up and we're not experts by any means on any of this, but you know, the whole point of this podcast is we are three great friends uh, all three different stages of our life and we've all done things very very differently and we're all at different stages and neither one of us are ahead of the other but we're all moving forward every single day in our own journey in our own legacy and our own goals yeah you know you know That's one thing i i wanted to say in regards to goals like for me i feel like that's the one question i i despise a little bit when someone comes up to you like hey man what are your goals for some reason that just triggers me and because I don't I don't have specific goals. Right. But at the same time that it may be, be I don't have specific goals at that time maybe because I'm not doing something that I have that I'm passionate about, right? Mm. But if I find if I find something that I I at least find interesting enough to do to do it for more than 2 hours a day, then I think I can set a goal. Then I believe I can set a goal for that. May, whatever, how small it is, maybe it's just, okay, you know what? I'm going to try to do this thing three hours next week. That's a goal still. Small, but a goal nonetheless. But I, I just, with goal setting, it's it's tricky for me to tell someone to do, to have goals. Again, I have to come back to the to the successful entrepreneurs again. Nothing, nothing against them or anyone that sets goals at all. But I think that's what they leave out because anyone listening to them saying you need to have goals 
okay, but like, how? Like, what mm. kind of goals? When? Right. Like, when right. should I have goals? What kind of goals should I strive for? Like, for me, I don't strive for anything unless I'm passionate about it or it actually makes sense for me to continue it. You know, like, I'm not going to pursue something that doesn't, isn't, isn't going, even if I don't know if it's going to yield me any good results at the end, but do I at least like doing it? And a lot of people just listen to a lot of successful people. They leave that part out. It's like, you don't need to have a goal right now. Just, just do stuff. Just do the thing, whatever thing it is that you find interesting. And then you set a goal. For me, that's, that's, that's what's been helping me a lot. I think you're saying so much right now, dog. Because <laughs> be, no, no, no. Because you got to think about it. You got to think about it. Like, bro, you just changed my perspective on stuff. Everybody, everybody, especially now, because information is being shared so much. Everybody, everybody has a podcast, but nobody's really talking about substance because everybody's following the same blueprint. Because we're taught that as, as from a kid that hey, you must have a goal in order to do this, right? But then, but then along in the same sense of being, of having a goal, people say, Hey, stuff in life is going to happen. And you're never taught how to deal with the fact that this might not go the way that you plan it to go. Right. And so, and so what you're saying right now is probably going to put thousands of people at ease because they feel the same exact way. Right. Like, I hope yo. so. Yeah, and that's dope because it, and 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 what you said before is what people need to focus on. Enjoy the journey, just know the ultimate destination, right? And I call it yeah. and my dad called it a, a disciplined perspective on the outcome. And and when I and when I speak to kids, I say, "Look, it's okay to have goals. It's okay to have a quote-unquote plan." But at the end of the day, if you believe in your ultimate destination and think about that every day and work towards that ultimate destination every day, you might not know what the goal for that week or that month is, but you know that you're working towards something bigger. That's the most important thing, right? And I can take that biblically and I can take that in, in a universe terms, depending on what people people want to want to believe in right yeah because there's no way you can tell me that jesus had a day-by-day plan he just knew at the end of the day <laughs> he had a journey to get to where calvary yeah but then you look at the universe you could you can't even you can't tell me that it was a plan of civilization to have to have cars that can go faster than any animal we've ever seen. But at the end of the day, it was about constant innovation and improving the way of life, making life as easy as possible. Right. You know, I I think the one thing that made my life easier in accomplishing and pushing through things was, um, I used to think like, Hey, here's my one year plan, my three year plan, my five year plan, my 10 year plan. Right. And then monthly goals, and that put so much stress on things when it didn't work out because then you felt like you failed and you didn't accomplish it. And then you kind of dwelled on it a little bit too much. So mm-hmm. I then got to a point where it was, okay, I'm going to do this set thing right now, but I'm not going to put a time limit on it. I'm not going to say I need to do it in a week. I'm not going to do it in a month. I don't care if I do it in a year. If I accomplish this, then I can figure out what the next step is. 
And when I did that, I actually became so much more efficient in accomplishing those because I just did it naturally. I wasn't forcing anything. And when you naturally do something, you're more relaxed. I think you're more observant into it and then you're more interested. And when you're interested and passionate about something, that's when you really, really, really get the full, um, like the 100% out of yourself for it. Um, you're not putting pressure on yourself. You can actually just go in the flow of things and you're not just dwelling and thinking about it. And it makes things so much easier uh, in everyday life. Like I can have a, a work goal where I want to accomplish so much, but in doing that and thinking about time, it affects your family life at home. And that's not how you want to balance things. You want everything to kind of go on like a steady level going up. Family, work. Um, are they always going to be in sync? Absolutely not. But as long as you're, you know, you're not sacrificing one for the other, it helps. And that's just my perspective. I mean, some people may want, like, you, you may be a very organized person uh, who's listening and say, hey, you know, I, I like having a calendar. I like having, you know, uh, I feel that sense of accomplishment doing certain things in a certain time frame. And hey, that's awesome. That's great for you that it works out. But not everyone's like that. And we're all a little bit different. Bro, I mean, to be honest, the one thing I love about living in the time that we live now, I mean, aside from what's going on right now, but just the time that we live in where information can be sent at a moment's notice and you know what's going on around the world within seconds is that you know how people feel about, you know, this this topic in a sense and pretty much other topics, but like goal setting and legacy and striving, we we know everyone is is at least listening to one Gary V podcast or one Gary V video or a big entrepreneur, successful entrepreneur. They've listened to it, they've heard it, and still action isn't being taken. It's it's because we we're left confused after. Maybe not confused. Okay, maybe that's a harsher word, but we're left kind of holding the information in our hands and thinking, okay, what, how, what do I do with this information, right? So for me, I'm a strong believer in do the thing first and then learn it. Like, just jump in, like, look at us. Like, we have no podcast experience. I don't, I don't, well, Theo, you obviously have like, you know, videos on YouTube that you do, but not podcasts and Mitch, you and I, we've never done one, but we just did it. We literally just had the idea and within a week or two, we just shot a podcast. Do we know what's going to happen? No. Have we set a goal yet? Not really. But the fact that we just took action, we don't know where it's going to take us at all. But we just want the legacy of who we are to shine through this podcast so that if it reaches the right person with whatever we're saying at that time on the podcast, if it changes someone's perspective or at least makes them think for themselves, that's, that's good enough for me. Like if that, I can put that as a goal. Like I'm good with that. If that, if this podcast changes one person's mind to make them think for themselves and not have to just take everything that they hear from the outside and stay confused and they can actually figure out stuff and be okay not having a goal. Like I'm good with that. And you touched something real funny there because uh, in us making this podcast, I don't know if you guys have realized this or not, but uh, something that's happened on the side of doing, making this podcast and talking about it is that we talk on a daily basis now. 
Oh yeah. Right. Like we, you know, we're great friends, but I think everyone out there who has a great friend, you don't talk to them every single day. You don't talk to them every single week. You can go months and I've gone months without talking to some of my real, other really close friends, but we hit it off no problem. So, you know, it's great. We're having these conversations and we can touch on certain things, but it's also really cool now because, and we don't always talk about the podcast. Um, we, there's so many other things we talk about in our little group chat but it's just cool to <laughs> catch up with you guys and have a laugh and, you know, just see what else is going on and just our day-to-day stuff. Um, and, you know, that may die down a few days here and there and then may pick up a few days here and there. But it's just really cool that we have that experience with each other. And, you know, it's a it's a cool little ride to go on. And it's something that, you know, we set something aside to accomplish and we're getting there. Um, and we're just enjoying it. And then, you know, on the side, more benefits coming out of that. I think that a legacy should be, and this is based off my personal, um, what I've been through in my life and what I value. I I think a legacy ultimately should be your impact on people in general. So, that's that's what I think a legacy should be. Now, what that impact is, is up to you, right? Because if we think about every, like, if you think about the most, and I don't mean to trigger anything when I say this, but this is the, the way I can get it. I can I can relate to people the best. If you think about it, the family member or the person that impacted you the most after they left this earth, it's because they allowed you, they did something to allow you f- to feel better than when you first met them. So I was, I would say for myself, my aunt Dell, that was the first major death I ever, I ever experienced as a kid. I was 10 years old. And my aunt Dell, every time I met her, made me feel like I was the most blessed kid in the world. People lost it when Michael Jackson passed because his music allowed them to feel something different than when they weren't listening to that music. Same with Prince, same with Kobe, you know, same with anybody, same with someone's mother, someone's father, right? And so for me, I want my legacy to be this. I want my legacy to be that anybody that I have met, I've talked to, I come in contact with, they felt like they had a better, they had more motivation to be the best that they could be after meeting me. And not to say that I... Sometimes you don't show them. Sometimes it's encouragement. Sometimes it's the way you hold yourself. But that's something that I feel like is is somewhat of a purpose. Now, that might change. I don't know. But for right now, that's what it is, right? My aunt asked me a question the other day. And she said, if you had 30 days to live, what would you want to do for that 30 days? And I thought about it. I I didn't even think about it long. It took only like 12 seconds. And I said, I would want to speak in front of as many crowds as possible. 
And that's because I would want a legacy to be to be left of of I spoke to somebody it was very transparent about my struggles as a person as a professional as a man as a as a black man and and letting people know that with all the hurdles I've had to overcome in my life I'm not saying like I have the answers the antidote but it is still okay to embrace those differences, embrace that struggle, and still push yourself to try and be, no, not to try, to will yourself to be the best that you can be. And that's why, and that's something that I feel should be left after I leave. I'm not doing it for the attention. I'm doing it because I know that's what I value in other people. I value it in other people because that's what I want. I want people to feel the same way I do when somebody has 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 blessed me or I've been fortunate enough to be in the presence of somebody who encouraged me to be better than I was before I met them. It's not about money. It's not about, it's not about fame. It's about impact. And see, that's like, you're, you're passionate about that in general, right? You're so passionate with everything that you do. And I think that helps push and motivate everyone who you come in contact with. Like, like I said, we've been, we've known each other for almost 10 years and I get that vibe from you since day one, right? Like you grind, you push towards what you want to accomplish in terms of like career or basketball, but you always relate back to like people you're around, right? Like right. you always talk to them. Like you and I in the last couple of years have had so many conversations about like, where do we want to be? Um, how are we pushing ourselves? And then kind of like when we, when we're in that split, like fork in the road, trying to make a decision, what we think benefits like the other person, we give our honest response to it and we know that it's so genuine that it feels like pure motivation and it really helps make a great decision that we're right. like it's comfortable for that person right and you know i think i could we've i've done some of the same to you like you've called me a couple times we've, we've talked some things out and you know we both want to make sure that we have each other's back and their best interest no matter what and there's some things that you said to me that I'm like, man, I really, it's not what I wanted to call and hear, but it's the truth. That's what I needed. And I'm right. sure there's times where, you know, I've probably said the same thing to you, but in the end, it actually has propelled us in those decisions so much farther in life. Right. And it's become very easy to accept some of those decisions. Um, are they all fun and they're great? Absolutely not. But they're the best for one another. Um, and that's really, you know, you really want to impact people where you give them something that uh, helps that individual out where it moves them farther in life. And it may not be, um, Hey, yeah, Theo, take the $200,000 a year job. Like you said, it's like, it's not about the money. You know, it right. could be, Hey, Theo, go live in this apartment for, you know, a thousand dollars a month, $500 a month, but you'll be able to do X, Y, and Z. You're like, Hey, that's what I want to do X, Y, and Z. I don't care about the apartment. Well, perfect. Right. There you go. Right. That's, that's, that's what you want to do. That's what you want to accomplish. 
and everyone's different, right? We're not saying Every, money, money's not important. Like people have some financial goals they want to do because it helps nah. them up to, to travel and experience life. Absolutely. Right. Um, you know, this isn't, this is something where everyone's perspective is different. And I want to keep right. uh, like restating that in the podcast, you know, the three shades life podcast is three different perspectives. There are millions and millions and millions of different perspectives out there. And we're just trying to open up to ourselves. Like, so other people feel more comfortable that that's, you know, that's acceptable. You, you shouldn't be judged for it. And I'm out in public sometimes too. And like I'm driving along and you see people who are homeless and you're just, you're just like, what can, like, I wish I could give something that would be impactful for them. Like, I don't want to give them like $5, you know, just so they can get a meal. Like you want to help out more like, you know, are the resumes, what have they done? Are they you know, veterans? Like you think about that sometimes. And I'm, I can honestly say like, I, I don't always right. stop. I don't always give money or anything like that. But like it's, it sits in your head every, every once in a while where you're like, I wish I could help people out more because no one should have, like no one shouldn't have a roof over their head type thing. Like you want to push people, motivate people and you want each human life to succeed. Is that possible? Everyone will? No, it's not. It's unfortunate. But you want to impact as many people as you possibly can in the ways that you can. Like, don't go outside your means where it's not possible and you overstretch yourself. Um, but just, you know, if you make that effort, if you think about 100 people making that effort, you could change 15 people's lives. Right. But this is the, and this is, and this is the difference. And this is, and this is what I, what I, um, what I try to emphasize to my to to people in general, um, your legacy is tied to the thing that you are blessed to be passionate about, right? Ooh, say that say that again. Say that again. I think people miss that. And and that's and this is from personal experience. My legacy is tied to the thing that I'm passionate about. Now, when I say that, everybody's mind goes straight to basketball. That's not it. And I had to realize that. And 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 I have to and, and let me break this down. I figured out early the difference between my gift and my passion, right? My gift was reaching people, my passion was hooping. Great. But through chasing my passion, I figured out that the reason why I was going after that passion, yes, I love the game of basketball. But after I'm done playing, I'm done with basketball unless it is tied to me reaching out to people. Right. And so what I I the last five years since I've been 22, no, 21, 22 has been a battle, has been a day, literally a daily battle because my perspective on what I thought my purpose and my legacy was going to be had to be stretched and transformed. It had to be disconfigured because I was looking at the wrong thing. And I'm here to encourage and anybody, if you are battling with trying to figure out if this is what is right for you, I encourage you based on, I'm not saying this is going to help everybody. I encourage you to step away from it. Step away from it and look at other things that you're gifted at. There's a difference between a gift and a passion, right? And yeah. what I and and me and me realizing that, hey, the reason why I want to travel and play basketball is to set up the thing that I'm ultimately most passionate about, which is speaking and reaching out to other people. 
that made my pursuit of the thing I'm passionate about now until my knees can't go no more easier to pursue because I know at the end of the day, if I get the contract or if I don't, ultimately, what am I going to do? I'm going to travel the world and, and speak to people. And when I tell you that has been the hardest lesson for me, it wasn't until I went through my thing in Finland that I was able to be by myself enough to realize that. Because ultimately, the most the people who live with the most peace are the most self-aware people. And all this ties into what your ultimate legacy is going to be. Is it going to be easy? No, we all know that. Ain't nothing in life easy. But at the but and and I'm I'm encouraging somebody to to know that you don't have to have it defined now. And it may change. And I know mine mine did for sure. Because you couldn't have told me a year and a half ago that I would have I would have said what I just said. But but I had to be honest. I had to be honest with myself. And the one thing, unless you're a person that like horror, like that likes the thrill of horror movies, and I'm not that that person, humans don't volunteer outside of pregnancy. Humans don't volunteer to be in pain. Like it's our nature. We're not going to volunteer to be in pain, right? That's why when you don't, we're not motivated to work out, you don't want to work out because you don't want to feel that, that grind, right? That you have to mentally trick yourself. Listen to what I'm about to say. In my 27 years of existence, outside of death, outside basketball is the only thing in my life that has ever brought me pain. The only thing in my life that has ever brought me pain. And when I finally got to the realization that that is not okay, that's when my perspective changed on what my ultimate passion was in life. And that was to reach people. Because even in my darkest moment, chasing the thing that I thought I loved the most, what was I still able to do with minimal effort? Reach out to people and change people's perspective on life and be around people and expose them to something else they've never been exposed to. People in fin the, the kids in Finland that I was around, the kids in the third ward that that have that rarely see a professional athlete come back with a degree in math in STEM outside of something in communications. The people in Finland that I gave a history lesson to the first time I met them on why the n-word is a derogatory term that's something that you can't purposely do and something about your passion your passion will ultimately reveal itself to you you just have to be you just have to be willing to step into it what you're and what you're meant for is going to reveal itself if but you take it or if you don't, that is up to you. Yeah. And it takes time to realize that too. Like it's just, it's not something that's just going to happen. Like you're not going to wake up tomorrow. For anyone who's listening, you're not going to wake up tomorrow if you're not sure what your actual 
you know, purpose is, you're not going to understand that tomorrow. You may think about it a little bit, but don't rush into thinking, this is what I'm going to have to do. Like, this is what I need to do. This is what I want to do. You know, you want to, it, it's all about patience. And in doing that, it will gradually come. Like Theo said, Theo's been playing ball for five, five, six years around the world. And in the last year or so, he's realized that that's not the thing he wants to be impactful on anymore. Um, and that's huge. Like that's that's something that I mean, you've been playing basketball for what your entire life since you were four or five years old. Bro, I've been playing basketball my entire life. I wrote on my, I wrote the goals on my wall um, at the age of twelve that I was going to be a professional athlete, bro. And like everything, every literally everything I've ever written down on my wall when at the age of twelve has come to happen. And has that's, happened. That's huge. I mean, that's something that people. 16 years, well, you're almost 28, so, you know, 15, 16 years, and you're just not realizing that you have a different purpose. Like, basketball, I think, helped you get there, and I think it's going to give you so much insight and so many ways to connect to people, and I think that was the reason you, you played basketball in for your like, speaking and communicating with people. I think that's huge. I think that's made such a difference with you. Um, now, let me, let, let, me, let, let me put that into perspective. Let me put that into perspective. I'm not saying that as, as if as if anything it's stopping like i'm not i'm not going after that pursuit what i am saying is this though i may still be staying in shape and i love playing the game and that's something that i ultimately want to do right it's easier to pursue it because my perspective on it has changed instead of something i have to do to something that I want to do, right? Absolutely. And I want to do it because one, I love the game. And two, any I know that I'm gifted with the ultimate with the ultimate desire to reach anybody, no matter what country that I'm in, and influence somebody, right? That's the beauty of life. That's the beauty of the journey that Greg was talking about. How everybody talks about you have to be a global impact. No, no, no. You have to do what you are most, you have to go after what makes you happy. Me talking to somebody I don't know and gaining their perspective and learning from them and talking to somebody and then hearing this, and I'm not forcing it. It's nothing that I ever force because the worst thing to do is to force something that should come natural, which is why the world is in this position that we're in now. So it's it's genuine. It's genuine because I genuinely love and enjoy the 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 ability to share and learn mostly learn different perspectives from different cultures and what better way to do that than something that i'm naturally great at which is basketball you know and and when basketball is over guess how else i would do that i i plan on doing that by being hired to speak at seminars being hired to come to this event. That's something that I know that I know is in me. And that's and that legacy of constant and uh, I wouldn't I, I'm not even gonna say influence because influence has a negative tone right now. But that 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 push that uh that desire for constant connection and the ability to help help advance someone's train of thought that's an amazing thing 
And, and, that, uh, and that, make, that makes a huge difference too. That's probably that 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 you probably wrapped it up the most. That was probably the best way I can explain uh, what legacy and goal setting and all that. Because Theo, you you may not know this about me, <clears throat> but like you said, basketball has has brought you the biggest pain. Soccer has been that to me as well. And once I quit soccer, to the point where, because I was at that point where I was, where I needed to go make a decision whether to go professional or not, <clears throat> I had to come to terms with the fact that you know, at at the age that I quit, like I I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna last in the professional realm. Like I had to be so aware at that point. That was the most critical right. point of my life because right. right. I had I had I had I had knee injuries that was still bothering me for years, and it it wasn't fun anymore. And this is a sport that I've played since I was six years old, and I thought I loved it, and I was really good at it. I still am. If you give me a ball right now, I can still ball out. Hey, but, but when well, when that fun goes, ooh. that's it. That's it. It wasn't fun for me anymore right, because it right. was just like a. It wasn't a want to. It was a okay. I have to make it now because I've invested so much time in this. So right. now right. everyone right. expects me to do this. Mm, perception. You, perception. 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 So I had to get real honest with myself when I was I was in Argentina by myself with a family, by myself like you in Finland. I was in Argentina. I had to come to a critical decision about what I want my life to be about. Do I want to continue in the way other people want me to continue or do I actually want to take the reins of my own life? And I had to take the reins. Now, I, do I know it was that the right decision? I still stand by it, even though it hasn't brought me millions of dollars. But again, it's not about the dollars. Am I happy in my skin right now? I'm super happy in my skin. But the one thing I want to say about legacy I think we put legacy on too high of a pedestal, like that word and the meaning behind that word. Because I feel like because when I used to think about legacy, I used to think of your name and lights, people screaming, all oh, the crying over you. Kind of like how, you know, my, Michael Jackson or Kobe or or even Michael Jordan right now. He's not playing anymore, but he's left a legacy. But I feel like people, when they think of legacy, they think of this big grandiose thing that once they once they're done with whatever it is that they're doing, a lot of people are going to, you know, uh, scream their name or, or just continue talking about them. And we, that's, that's where I feel like that shift in, in mentality about that word or how you want that word to mean to you makes the biggest difference. Cause I would rather my legacy be with just my kids. If it's just with my kids, I'm good. I know it's not going to be that because I'm a very social person and anyone right, I come in right, contact right. with, I want them to feel so comfortable with me that as from the first interaction, that even if we don't click on the first interaction, I will try again because what I want you to see me as, and it's not like I want to, I'm, I'm trying to, um, it's not like I'm seeking <laughs> someone's approval, but it's just like, you know what? That's what I want my legacy to be. I want everyone to be able to be so comfortable with me that they can come to me and be cool with me. If it doesn't work out, that's fine. Not everyone's meant to work out. But I'll always try to give it another shot. Like, I will never shy away from that. But if we're just not cool, that, that we're just not cool. 
And for many others who don't even realize it, legacy is not this big grandiose thing where you build a company so so big like Apple that you change millions of people's lives over generations. For me, it's just like how I make you feel on your one-to-one, one-on-one interaction. Like, how do you leave a conversation when we're done? That's what I got to say about it. No, I think that's a pretty good way to end the podcast. Uh, I want to thank everyone for listening to the Three Shades of Life podcast. Uh, Theo, Greg, how can people follow you outside of the Three Shades of Life podcast? At I am Theonitis on Instagram. And don't worry about Facebook. That's for aunties and sundresses. <laughs> and y'all can follow me on Instagram as well. That's uh, I am G Edma. Or if you have TikTok, Batman all day. That's Batman. You have a TikTok, bro? Bro, bro I'm blown up. You have no idea. <laughs> oh, you look like a renegade. Hey, look. <laughs> <No>. and, uh, <laughs> and also uh, on YouTube, subscribe. It's Theonitis also. All right. I appreciate y'all boys. I got to go. Um, I got a boo-boo. All right. Bye.